25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hole. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yeah. Off and running on a Tuesday, live in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau, local agents. Competitive rates, fast service, friendly service. That's what you get at Farm Bureau. It's the way it should be everywhere. It's not, unfortunately. But it is. The way things are at your local Farm Bureau office, Farm Bureau insurance. Agents you probably already know. They're right there in your hometown. Many of them born and raised right there, been living there forever. You go to church with them. You see them at the ball games on Friday nights, cheering on the home team. They are your hometown heroes. What up? Welcome in. Somebody on Facebook, Roger, is watching me stream this show right now. His name is Adam. I don't want to say his last name because his boss may be listening. He's watching the stream on Facebook, and he said, hey, Matt, just know that I like your show so much, I'm risking my job watching it during the day. <laughs> oh, Peter in Corinth. <laughs> Isn't that good? Yeah, it's, that's, that's dedication. That is dedication, my friend. That, sir, is dedication. Um, the New York football giants have been dedicated uh, to Eli Manning for a long time. And uh, that ha- that is basically coming to an end now. He's being benched. Did you see that, Roger? You see that news today? Yeah, that's, that's you kind of seen it coming. Yeah, significant though because well, it's, it's just kind- that you know this day finally has arrived. You know, we knew eventually yeah. had. Well, and what was it? I guess it was last year when, or it was two years ago. That's what it was. Yeah. Not last year. It was two years ago. He had the previous coach who I can't remember his name now. Everybody made fun of him because he had a, a play call sheet over there that was like five pages deep. They called him – some of the people in the NFL called it the Cheesecake Factory menu that he walked around on the sideline with, you know. <laughs> um, and, and whoever that guy was, I can't even remember the name now, the coach a couple of years ago uh, before this guy, who's the, the coach now. And they benched him for a game or two and started the other guy and – and then it eventually they, they reinstated Eli and fired the coach, and, and it's just kind of been a mess the last couple of years. And they're not good. They're off to an 0-2 start. And uh, then the news comes out today that Eli Manning is not any longer the starting quarterback of the New York Giants. They're moving on to their first-round pick, Daniel Jones. Going to give him a shot, start to get him some experience, and get him ready to go. So you have to wonder what's next for Eli. Does he want to hang out there and be the backup? retire as a giant does he want to go play for somebody you know you know they're they're riding things out right now in Jacksonville with Gardner Minshew a rookie who's playing pretty well 
But Eli's former guy, Coughlin, is running the show there in Jacksonville. So anyway, you have all that going on. I mean, that's fresh stuff today. Fresh stuff today. And I just wonder how people feel looking up at this quarterback situation around the league and starting to realize how old we all are. Okay? (laughs) Because, look, somehow, miraculously, Brady's still going at 42. And all in this past weekend, Breeze gets hurt. Right? He's out six weeks. Roethlisberger. When's he going to retire? That that conversation's been going on for over five years. Every time I have Deuce McAllister on this show, I always ask him, how much has he got left in the tank? <laughs> you know, and he kind of laughs because you know the question's coming and we're all talking about the same stuff. But, all right, so all within a few days, Breeze gets hurt. He's out. You hope he comes back. There's no guarantee at his age. Then Roethlisberger's hurt. They're saying it, that could wind things up for him. And now Eli Manning's not hurt, and he's benched. And just go ahead and get ready for it. it you know, I'm not a – I'm not like – I don't care one way or the other. I'm not like in the Eli Manning fan club. I, I'm not an Ole Miss fan. I'm not a Giants fan. I have a great appreciation and admiration for him. Won two Super Bowls, all that stuff. Doesn't matter to me one way or the other, but just go ahead and get ready for it. This ongoing, and it's going to continue to just keep on going. Debate of is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback? I don't know what supposedly the criteria is for a quarterback getting in there or not. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just that, well, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example here. This is from this is today after the news of Eli Manning being demoted, you know, in favor of the first round pick Daniel Jones over at the big lead. I think that's part of Sports Illustrated. Maybe it's a little more edgy Sports Illustrated site. I don't know, but somebody pointed this out. The guy, I can't pronounce his name who wrote this, but anyway, he covers the team. And this is what he said. The headline says Eli Manning shouldn't make the Hall of Fame, but he obviously will. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, well, why shouldn't he? And and why will he obviously then if he should, why will he make the Hall of Fame? Um You got a sports writer in New York who's very well known, Gary Myers. He said, Eli Manning gets my vote as a first ballot Hall of Famer despite his 116 and 116 regular season record. Roger, I don't know if you realize that, but with Eli Manning being benched right now, it means his all-time starting record in the NFL as a quarterback is 116 and 116. Uh, Gary Meyer says, for me, his career is defined by two 4-0 runs in the playoffs, two Super Bowl titles. He beat Belichick and Brady twice. Two Super Bowl MVPs, the escape throw to Tyree, then perfect throw to Manningham. It sounds good to me, right? Well, this guy, the people who detract, they say stuff like this. This is in the article. The following QB eras fully, or at least largely, overlapped with Eli, his era with the Giants. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, and Aaron Rodgers. He said, so Eli's also overlapped partially by Brett Favre and Kurt Warner, so at least eight quarterbacks in the same era as him had better careers, this guy says. He also says, 
Eli never led the league in completion percentage, passing yards, touch, uh, touchdown passes, yards per attempt, quarterback rating, or QBR, you know, whatever. And it says, but he did lead the league in interceptions three times. Okay, so that, yeah, and, and an even 500 career record. But it's the Hall of Fame, right? It's not, not the, the Hall, Hall of, of Very Good. That's well, and it's not the Hall of Accomplishment, <laughs> is it? I mean, oh, if, I see what you're saying. It's, yeah. Okay, and this guy who <laughs> writes it points out. He says, "Okay, here's what he has going for him: Super Bowl wins, playing in New York, family lineage." He puts in parentheses. If you don't think Archie Manning's already lobbying behind the scenes for Eli's induction, then I don't know what to tell you. And he's always carried himself with dignity, which he has. Well, you know, on the uh, on the flip side, I guess to you know to actually reaffirm your argument, there are people who are not in there who were very, very good. Yeah. For uh, for non football reasons, they're not in there. Right. Or sure, or um, weren't you know what they would call first ballot type guys. You know. People who, you know, didn't the team hated them, you know. Yeah, or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, it's interesting to say the least. I agree, too, that he's going in because it is the Hall of Fame. I mean, for Pete's sake, his name is Manning. He played for the Giants, and he won two Super Bowls. You know, and he he he, he knocked off the uh, Patriots. He's the Hall of Fame. And so he will be in there. There's no doubt about it. But where are they going to trade him? What about New Orleans? I'm just throwing it out there. What if Breeze can't get going? Eli's perfectly healthy. You want him? Man, that's a good backup right there. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, let's start it off. Hometown boy at that. That's right. For the numbers, if you want to call the show, here they are. Call me on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. Text the show, 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. On the text line, Matt said, quote, not the Hall of Accomplishments. And then he has a laughing emoji. He thought it was really funny. (laughs) I'm glad I could make somebody laugh. Bama in Madison says, if Eli makes the Hall of Fame, it will only be because of his last name. True Maroon says, I think Eli still has it in him. He just needs a good surrounding cast to help him. He can't get it done alone. More on that. Vega Hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone right now, 995-1059. What's up, Vega? Hey, I got a question. And I guess, hey, if, if Eli was going to bounce somewhere, I mean, Coughlin would make sense. But I was thinking more on Pittsburgh because, you know, Brent, we haven't heard what ligament damage it is specifically to Roethlisberger's arm. Yeah. Well, let's just say what scenario it is, the drink, Tommy John. And, you know, you talk to medical professionals to say, you know, that, you know, we're the professional athlete, rehabbing, best doctors, you know, you can look at a 12-month comeback, you know, for pitchers, but the, all those stats come off of pitchers, which a pitcher is going out and throwing full velocity every mm-hmm. five days. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know pitchers warm up and do their things and do simulations, short inning games, and practice and things, but, you know, I work, I work for a college program and intern in the NFL, and I mean, you know more than anybody is an NFL arm, I mean, you got to go wide open every day in practice. Mm-hmm. You know, you're throwing like I, I don't think you can look at the success rate of Tommy John and the timeline of Tommy John of an NFL receiver. I mean, a quarter 
Oh my gosh. Major League Baseball pitcher. pitcher. Yeah. In NFL or quarterback because, you know, you can't have Tommy John and come back and pitch every five days versus having Tommy John and come back and throw game speed ball yeah. every day. Like, I, I just, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just don't think that's correlate. I, if, I couldn't see a, an NFL quarterback come back from Tommy John in 12 months. No, and not be himself. You know what I'm saying? That's the deal. And I think what you're pointing out is like, Vega, and I agree with you, that pitcher, that starting pitcher in baseball, he can't go back out there unless he is way past 100% and fully healthy, ready to go. He can't even go back out there for a game. He can't even get close to a game without being completely and utterly healed, or at least thought to be. In football, playing quarterback, it's not quite the same thing because there's a lot of stuff you can do. And I think sometimes I'm just telling you, like when I was a college quarterback, as a young kid, as a freshman, sophomore, I had all kinds of shoulder pain, like serious. I'm talking about like it really make you want to scream every time you throw the football kind of pain. And I'll tell you, I shouldn't have, but I did. I played and practiced through a lot of that. Because I was worried that if I missed as much as three or four practices, I'd lose my job. So I just bit my tongue and went and played and I, and managed to hold it all off, you know. So, like, football's a little different. I think you bring up a great point, Vega. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Call me anytime. Um, the Saints, they're down to Bridgewater right now, six weeks without Br- Breeze. Are they confident they're going to get Breeze back? Do you work out a trade for Eli? Jacksonville, they've got Minshew. He's played pretty well. I mean, if – they may have an issue or two, but they don't have a quarterback issue really as long as Minshew's playing. But 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 with Foles hurt, what if something happens to Minshew, right? I know they went out and signed Josh Dobbs. Wouldn't you, if you're Jacksonville, rather have Eli Manning on your roster than Josh Dobbs, right? And you've got this corner now in Jacksonville and Jalen Ramsey, who after this past weekend is outwardly saying, I want to be traded. Well, okay, trade him to the Giants, get Eli, and roll. You got Coughlin in Jacksonville already. Why not? Donnie on the Divinity Equipment phone. What's up, Donnie? This is Tiny. Oh, okay. Tiny? That's my bad, Tiny. I, I got you wrong. That's all right. All right, go ahead, but look, uh, his daddy played for the Saints and did very well. And I think he would do good there. Yeah, you know, two different eras and, you know – he did. I mean, what you're saying is a fact, but I'm not sure that what Archie did for the Saints is re- in any way related to what Eli will or won't do for these Saints, you know. But I just think if you look at the Saints situation, now what they want, obviously, in New Orleans is for Drew Brees to get himself 100%, come back, and let's roll. Like we said, if you can manage to win three of the next six while he's out, if he's only out six weeks, all of that, it's a different situation in New Orleans than it is, say, in um, Jacksonville. So, well, and I say that, do we, I need to look it up, Tiny. Maybe Foles is going to come back at some point this year from this collarbone. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's I think back. that, uh, yeah, I think that uh, Eli, he'd be a good asset for the Saints anyway. No doubt. Hey, Donnie, I mean, Tiny, thanks for the call. <laughs> Chris, right. call me anytime. Chris, what's up? Hey, Hey, how you doing, Matt? Just um, right. I used to call you when you were on Head to Head. That a boy. Well, good to hear and, your voice. Um, and I was going to say, when you're talking about Hall of Fame, you know, all these people want to jump up and down and scream that, you know, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl or, or 
you know, what happened, you know, how can he get in the Hall of Fame and all that? Well, I mean, if Super Bowls are the are the reason why you get in there, then Eli should definitely go. But I mean, yeah, he he's never. I mean, he's never been the reason why they won the Super Bowl. He's been on teams that have had great defenses, and if I remember right, one of the two that they won wasn't Michael Strahan the MVP of that team? And yeah, the Super maybe Bowl so. That year? Yeah, maybe so. And, um, and I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I've just. I'm, I'm a state fan. I'm not Ole Miss fan, and I've just—I guess I'm a Cowboys fan too. So I've never liked Eli. Yeah, yeah. And um, but you know, I w- also wanted to know one thing. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna get something started here. You know, Chris Brooks said, "Oh, I've been watching the um, I've been watching the Saints since the '80s, and I've been asking Saints fans for a long time. How do we know that?" We're just going to take you at your word and trust you because in the 80s, people were wearing bags over their heads at the games. We don't know if you're really a Saints fan. Yeah. But keep up the good work, man. I'm a truck driver. I listen to your podcast all the time, and I appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. Thank you. Really appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Call me anytime. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we can take Chris at his word. You know, there are some people I'm not sure you can take at their word. But I think Chris. You sound like my wife. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. Apparently she has a very deep voice. <laughs> yeah, I think we can take Chris as his word. He's, you know, he's from around here, which, you know, lends to the idea that he's hanging out with other Saints fans, so he probably is. Why not take him for his word in that regard? Uh, text line, Green Okra says, Bridgewater or Manning? I'll take Manning. Again, it's I know it's about like money and where is it tied up and what are the trade assets for your team that you would be willing to hand over that they would want. And for the saints, you know, is drew coming back? I mean, so it's a, it's a little iffy. And again, y'all help me. Somebody may know, but is Foles expected to come back and finish the year out after this injury or is he done? Cause if he's pretty much done in Jacksonville, Ramsey wants to go. Why not just trade him straight up for Eli Manning? Why not? If you had Eli Manning all of a sudden in there, and I'm not, this is no, I love what Minshew's doing. I'm not sure Eli would go in there and be better than Minshew. I'm just saying if you're Jacksonville and for years you've been trying your any way possible to sell tickets, can you imagine the sellout you'd have in Jacksonville if you traded for him and started Eli Manning? I'm just saying you'd sell all your tickets. All right, Blake is saying Foles is coming back week 10, and they got money tied up in him too. So if he's coming back week 10, then maybe that kills it right there. Maybe it's just a situation where this year Eli Manning rides it out on his team that he's on with the Giants, support Daniel Jones, and if they need you, you go in there and play. Nick says Eli's Joe Flacco, but with a famous last name. Flacco a Hall of Famer? Flacco's got, what, one Super Bowl? Yeah, one. Eli needs a better supporting cast, according to the text line. He now he goes, Eli needs a better supporting cast? He had OBJ, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. That's not you gotta have some linemen. I know a couple of years there, especially what, two and three years ago, he had a um just an awful offensive line. Here's uh, another on the text line. Four or five years ago, Eli Manning broke all-time NFL season record for most touchdown passes thrown in the fourth quarter. 
And it was held with the great Johnny Unitas for over 40 years. Eli has been clutch. Uh, a clutch fourth-quarter quarterback in his entire career, and he has been that. You know, maybe not quite as much as his brother Peyton Manning. You know, there for a while, Peyton Manning is kind of like Tom Brady now. You just knew it. The only way you're going to beat him is to hang on the ball to the end in a one-score game. Because if you give it back to him in a one-score game with any time left, they're going to score. You can just go ahead and chalk it up. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of how. Um, plenty of this to get to. And I got just getting started here with you on this Tuesday in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, reminds you of the number. 995-1059. That's the number to call the Divinity phone, and it'll get you on the show. But I'm looking over here at Twitter, and I see some breaking news right now. Everybody listen up! <laughs> Do I have your attention now? Tom Green, who's who covers Auburn for AL.com. Four-star freshman defensive lineman Charles Moore has left Auburn to enroll at a JUCO in Mississippi. He was a number 69 overall rated player in the 2019 class out of Louisville High School. Part of a state championship team at Louisville last year. Signed with Auburn. He initially committed to Mississippi State and then flipped to Auburn. But now Charles Moore out of Louisville, according to Twitter, has left Auburn and he's enrolling at a JUCO near you. I wonder where he'll go. East Mississippi? I mean, that's close to Louisville, so maybe that's where it's going to be. Rehab you? Yeah, and they've done that. They'll get them in, these four or five-star players, and turn them around in a year or two, and they're at Alabama, and next thing you know, they're in the NFL. All right, just getting started. Y'all stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show, back on the show. Turn your mic up, Matt. There we go. I think that rhymed, didn't it? Back on the show. Turn your mic up, Matt. There we go. All right. Uh, rolling along in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. If you're watching online, thanks. Call the Divini phone. 995-1059. That'll get you through to the show. Love to talk to you today. Feel free to text me. 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. The Farm Bureau Studio connected via C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Is your phone a little banged up around the edges? A little, you got a crack in it, scuffed, jagged. Gone on the, the toilet a few times. Like splash. I've done that. The old front pocket fallout. That's it. That's it. If that's happened, then you can take it into C Spire. They can fix it for you. Just about any location around the state, look it up, cspire.com. They can fix your phone. Any phone from any carrier, they'll fix it. Right there at Cspire. Y'all go check them out. Uh, I'm going to get to Kevin's call. Several things in the text line. We're talking Eli. He's um, basically now, he's finally, news come out today. They've, they've given away, he's given away for Daniel Jones is now the starting quarterback of the Giants going forward. And, their first-round draft pick, so it has finally happened. The end of an era. For folks around here who we've all followed Eli's career and obviously New York Giants fans, but NFL and football fans in general, for so many reasons. Mac 
said, your caller's a moron. Eli won the Super Bowl MVP twice. Well, you can get something wrong and not be a moron. It's a little strong. Yeah, he was a two-time Super Bowl MVP, not once. And Three Hump Camel says, has Eli asked to be released? And the answer to that is no, as far as I know. As far as I know, he has not uh, been asked or are asked to be released. And then one more thing here on the on a tweeter, tweedly deedly dee, Twitter, Rev Aristotle says, Eli is seventh all-time in passing yards, eighth in touchdowns, 14th in interceptions behind Favre, Peyton, Unitas, and Marino. A two-time Super Bowl MVP, he owns every Giants passing record and started 210 consecutive games. He will be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe we can move on then. We can move on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Divinity Equipment phone. Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Nothing much, man. How are you? Just right. Sounds good. Um, I just had a couple thoughts on the Eli situation mm-hmm. in regards to the perspective that a lot of fans have of him just because of, you know, his lackluster previous seasons. But like you just named off all the stats, he's clearly going into the Hall of Fame. He's clearly one of the best to do it. So I think that while he hasn't been the Manning that we know or that the Super Bowl runs have showed us, it's still he's still going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And and even, like I said, I was reading one thing at uh, on this website, the big lead. I think it's a part of Sports Illustrated. Um, the headline says, Eli Manning shouldn't make the Hall of Fame, but obviously will. So, like, everybody kind of concedes that he is. The only debate is, is it is it name or is it accomplishment, you know? But I think everybody, even the detractors, say, oh, he's going in, you know? Yeah. And like he just named off all the stats, I mean, he's going to go down as the leading passer in Giants history, mm-hmm. two Super Bowl MVPs, I mean... I think his resume, I mean, not, I mean, we can discuss whether, I mean, he was the biggest part of that team, but his resume speaks for itself. And when 20 years from now you just look up Eli Manning's name, those are going to pop up more than the bad games or the games that we remember him being bad at. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. And, you know, you just think about it when you get to that point. Heck, man, when those guys, when, frankly, when Archie's in heaven and Eli and Peyton are old guys, wrinkled up old guys. Think about it. What Everybody's still going to be talking about how we'll never see that again. A father and two sons in the Hall of Fame, all three played the same position. I mean, all you know. the best in their positions, you know, yeah. all the best. You know, that's insane. And then they got the one at Newman High School in New Orleans coming up. Yeah, I know. I know. That recruitment's going to be fun to, uh, to follow for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's going to get, yeah. He, and he's only a freshman right now. And, He's already getting national buzz, so that's going to be insane as well. It is really going to be insane. It is. Good call, Kevin. Thanks, man. Call me anytime. No problem. You too. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Y'all want to be like Kevin? Call me. 995-1059. That's the Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. They are your Kubota dealer. Big mowers, medium-sized mowers, and itty-bitty mowers right on down to the hand blowers. (laughs) I think that's what I said yesterday. I'm on a rhyme kick. I'm trying to make everything rhyme. 
Guy from Meridian on the text line says the Saints may not have the cap space to get Eli, and the Giants won't give him up for anything. And, uh, you know, that's probably what you're looking at right there. Um, unnamed texter. Eli Manning threw for over 150 yards just in the fourth quarter of that first Super Bowl versus the Patriots. That was incredible. I'll never forget watching that. That throw, you know, he kind of sandwiched the ball in his ear and then the one up the sideline to what was his name? Manningham? Manning? Manningham? What was his name? <laughs> it's been so long ago. I had a terrible memory. Brooksy McJack. I'll let y'all figure out who that is. Text the show and says, What a day. Tiny calling me out. I thought I was tight with Tiny. He said, I caught the last Archie Saints year and was hooked. It goes Rebels, Choctaws, Saints, Mets, Celtics, in that order. It's a pretty good little mix there, except he's, he's reached out and grabbed him a New York team in the Mets. You know what I'm saying, Roger? And he's reached out there and grabbed him a Boston Boston team, the Celtics. Larry Bird, I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. That would have been He would have been hot about the time Chris was right. trying to play some ball. But I want credit to go where it's due. It was not... Um, it was not Tiny. It was Chris who called him out, who called Chris. It was another Chris who called out Brooksy. Brooksy. <laughs> called him out. I'm getting confused between. He said, are we sure he's a Saints fan? He's just pretending to be one on the radio. <laughs> I think it's a running thing between him and his producer, Beaver. Because uh, every once in a while, he'll go out in his car and will be uh, okay. sainted up. <laughs> Um, we got an update. Thank you for this text. I don't know who to credit. We don't have a name on it, but I, I, I told you that it just came down a minute ago that, uh, Charles Moore, the highly sought after defensive lineman recruit from Louisville high school last year here in the state of Mississippi, four-star recruit, number 69 player in the country signed with Auburn. He had been committed to Mississippi state for a long time. And then he wound up going to Auburn. They're reporting that he's left Auburn and he's enrolling at a Mississippi JUCO. Our texter is confirming that it is, in fact, Jones Junior College. Well, it's Jones College. Now that brings me to my next point. I never know what to call JCJC. Jones. Jones County. If it's not Jones County Junior College, it's not JCJC. They want to be Jones College. JC Square. Well, but see, I think they want to be called Jones College now. They don't want to be Jones Junior College. They don't want to be Community College. I think they just want to be Jones College. I get confused with all that stuff. Hey, let me give you a heads up, too. Uh, coming up in Hour 2, Chris Doring, former All-American receiver at Florida. NFL receiver. Now he's an analyst with ESPN and the SEC Network. He's in the studio show with Gene Chizik every weekend when you're watching games. He's going to be on the show today if everything goes according to plan in hour number two. So we'll look forward to that. More calls and texts coming up, though, here in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around. It just means more. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
So yesterday was BB King's birthday. Is that right, Roger? Yes, sir. Born in 1925 in Athena. How about that? So the homecoming queen, my dog Champ, and BB King all share a birthday. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Stars lining up here. <laughs> you ever been to the BB King Museum in Indianola? No, but I I got to go. You really have to go. It's a it's a neat place and it's in just the right spot. I was having uh, lunch with a friend and who's a big blues fan and that was talking about BB King and they said, you know, he never could sing and play at the same time. And I and I was sitting there like, God, you know, I never noticed that. But he would he would stop the picking and then he would start singing and, and vice versa how about yeah. that yes yeah, that's, yeah. that's really true the way that the song next time you watch the video try it out watch yeah it yeah the bb king museum is in in uh you know downtown indianola kind of the older part of town where everything is exactly sectioned off block for block there off the main highway just a little bit that uh, runs right through there i was in town a while back visiting the folks at Indianola Pecan House and ventured over there to take a look at it. Um, they were closed when I went by, but I was just kind of walked around the outside. And they have a great big, you know, statue of Lucille, the guitar, with his, you know, signature on it and everything out front. It's really neat. You ought to go see it sometime. And a large family. Yeah. Guess how many kids he had. How's that? How many? Fifteen. Woo! I'm telling you, Christmas and Thanksgiving was a, a party, wasn't it? Eleven of them still, still surviving. That's great. He, he never uh, disputed his paternity whenever it would come up. Okay. What, no, yeah, not, to, not to infer that this was with the same lady. <laughs> right, I see. I got you. Okay, so if you're tuning in, Lots of ways to be a part of the show. I'm about to pour the last of the coffee in my thermos. And it's about time. I mean, for Pete's sake. It's in the afternoon, so I've had enough coffee here. That'll be the last of it. It's still good and hot, though. My $12 thermos from Walmart's hanging in there like a champ. Coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Get you some if you haven't already. Highpointroasters.com. You get your thermos at Walmart, but you can't buy your ammo there. <laughs> yeah, how about that? You can get your yeah. thermos and melt it down and create your own ammo. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You can you can still get certain ammo there, right? Like shotgun shells and stuff. Yeah, and the I think they only sold pistols in Alaska, and so they're discontinuing that program. And yeah, they're asking people. That's kind of an interesting way they're parsing it, not to bring not if you, not to exercise their open carry rights. And it seems like people are, are turning up at Walmart with guns just to make a point. Yeah. And a couple of times, you know, it's caused police to be called. And every time that happens, you could have a, you know, an unfortunate uh, accident. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, on the text line here, 885-ESPN, P-Town Chris says, will Eli be one of the only players to ever make the Hall of Fame without a career record over 500? He's currently 116 at 116. You know, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that. But I wonder, yes, again, it's the Hall of Fame. It's not the Hall of Winning. It's not the Hall of Stats. It's not the Hall of Accomplishments. It's the Hall of Fame. 
So it's a pretty loose qualifier when you look at it that way. But we know if somebody's famous or not. I mean, I hate to I hate to use this analogy. But way back when there was some senator, they were doing this thing where, you know, about whether or not they were outlawing pornography, certain parts of it, and somebody asked him a question of what it is. He says, Well, I don't know how to explain it, but I know it when I see it. You know, I know it when I see it. You know what fame is when you see it. <laughs> and so, Eli, your Hall of Fame, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP twice, Giants all time career leading passer. So he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Is it fair to players, really any of them, that a win-loss record is either a huge feather in your cap or a huge stumbling block towards your entry into the Hall of Fame? You know, if a, if somebody's got a career, they're a great player, and they're very famous, and they're a phenomenal player, but their teams were always bad. That doesn't seem like that ought to happen to me. I mean, football is such a team game. And that's the other thing, too. It's always weird to me. I always feel icky <laughs> whenever we start getting these conversations of, well, this guy has a career record of, well, hold on. Is a whole other, a lot of other guys that go into what that makeup of that record is, right? If they have a decent offensive line two years ago and three years ago, so 2017 and 2016, if they have a good offensive line those two years in New York, then what's Eli's win-loss record? Because that's like, it's his, it's a win-loss record that he's a big part of, but it's not really his. It's their win-loss record, not his. You get what I'm saying? You know, if you look at, we're trying to figure out who belongs in the Hall of Fame. You should look at what their, what's their mission, and on their on their web page they say it's to honor the heroes of the game, yeah. preserve its history, promote its values, and celebrate excellence everywhere. Everywhere all in caps for some reason. Okay, the values they're talking about celebrating are commitment, integrity, courage, respect, and excellence. So he's in. He's in. Period. I mean, End of story. You know, other than that, I mean, you could conceivably make an argument for a lot of different people, maybe not the most pleasant folks. Aaron Hernandez, for example. There's a place in the museum for him. Look, I mean, you know, in the concussion area, you know, of the, of the history part. Yeah. I mean, well, but we're seeing right before our eyes right now, we've known this is coming, but we're seeing it happen right now, and it's a changing of the guard. Think about it. Look. If you're a college kid, if you're a high school senior, you're a college-age kid. If you're a graduating college senior, I can even go so far as to say if you are 30 years old, then the majority of your lifetime, you've had just a set standard of quarterbacks in the NFL. And they are Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and Ben Roethlisberger. There they are. Period. That's your lifetime. See, for me, I'm a child of the 80s and some of the 90s. I wasn't a child anymore most of the 90s, but I'm a child of the 80s and the 90s. And my whole life, it was John Elway, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, right? And it's that crew. They carried the NFL all those years. That was the 
the generation of quarterbacks you grew up watching and rooting for. Phil Sims of the Giants. Um, that was just them. It was Elway and Marino and Montana. Period. End of story. And Warren Moon with the Oilers was up there also in that era. He really was. It's just, but, and then they turned everything over in the late nineties and at the turn of the century to Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and then the class of Big Ben, Philip Rivers, and Eli Manning. And that's been the crew. That's carried everything. It's been the one constant throughout your entire life. And now that's coming to an end right now. It's it's winding up for Drew Brees. It's basically over for Big Ben. It's basically over for Eli. Philip Rivers. Who would have guessed back then that he'd be the one outlast all of them? But they're handing it over. So who's the next crop of just the standard, the shield bearers of the NFL in terms of quarterbacks? Who are they? Russell Wilson in Seattle? Help me out. Who are they? Dak in Dallas? I mean, Brady's about to hand it off to somebody. Is it going to be Garoppolo in San Francisco? It doesn't really feel that way, does it? Maybe it will be. And Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Now, we'll see Aaron's kind of in that in-between in terms of his age. But I'm telling you, over the next 10 years, the constant is it's, it's still going to be Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. Who am I leaving out? I'm sure there's one or two I'm not thinking of right now. But that's what we're seeing. We're living through it right now. We're living through Big Ben and Eli and Drew Brees effectively handing this thing off to this next group. We're seeing it happen right in front of our eyes. That's what's going on. This was Eli after the game the other day. When you're 0-2, there's, there's pressure on everybody. Um, that's, that's just the way it goes. But you can't, uh, you can't have that affect you. You can't let that change the way you prepare, the way you, you play. Um, you know, I got I to gotta make you know, better throws and better decisions and, and find ways to convert on third downs. That's, uh, that's a quarterback's job. That was Eli after the game. All right, hour one is now a wrap. Thanks to everybody who watched on Twitter and on Facebook. Appreciate y'all. We're going to continue hour number two, so just stick around. Here in the Farm Bureau studio, I'm Matt. He's Roger. We'll be right back. Stick around. listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.